All right, but on to the show. Because <laughs> this is Thursday this. night, as was mentioned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's, there's plenty of preamble yeah. for this episode. Did you know that in... Uh... <laughs> In, uh, I don't have five Nor- hours Nor- tonight. Norse language, uh, we got Thursday because it used to be called Thor's Day, right? <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. What's your favorite Norse god, everyone? No. Right. <laughs> Freya. Uh, Clearly Loki. Fre- Freya is pretty, pretty badass. Mm-hmm. I th- this is a joke. I did not want to actually <laughs> do this now. <laughs> we can, but let's let's. Uh, you let's pop put the tape. cork. You, you can't put it back in. <laughs> Gross. Welcome to Bros Egg. I said certified freak. Seven days a week. Wet ass rose. Make that Pinot game weak. Woo! <laughs> my name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros and rose. On an audio feed reporting live from Belmar, New Jersey, it's Mr. Rich Sweeten. Hello. On an audio feed reporting live from Haddon Heights, New Jersey, it's Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. And reporting live on an audio feed from the streets it's mr tim hansen there's some nerds in this house there's some nerds in this house uh, how's everyone doing good oh yes yeah. yeah it's yeah, been man. a rough week honestly i said good <laughs> yeah? but i lied i lied just now it's been a rough Straight fucking up week <laughs> yeah. i'm yeah. okay it's, it's but good. i've just been it's just been a rough week it's, a, it's easy yeah. to go like you're in a mood where you, you've had a crummy week but you don't want to like be like Dude, this fucking sucks the moment you talk to somebody for the first time. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, my knee yeah. jerk is just to be like, good, let's move on. But I've, I'm like, we're a lot, yeah. we're, this is about, this is a self indulgent yeah. podcast. It's so just about been 10 a rough years week. ago, my first job out of college, my, uh, my first boss uh, used to say every morning, I'd be like, yeah, how's it going, Rich? And he would say, every day is a holiday. And at first, I was like, I thought it was one of those quirky things that like you start saying when you've been in the same like white collar job for 30 years. And what I'm realizing now as I've gotten older is that every day for him was just hell. And this was his way of avoiding saying my day is hell. And he just says every day is a holiday instead. <laughs> uh, so I'm realizing that new- <laughs> he, he put on a good face, but I, I'm figured out. Rich. I figured out your game, Rich. <laughs> yeah, different well, Rich, not it, our Rich. No, no, Rich I- is not my boss. I, I will agree with Sean. It's been a rough week, and uh, I decide to make it rougher by playing Demon Souls. So I'm a masochist, apparently. Mm. Uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, 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 we got a lot to. We will be discussing. I'm sure we will get ample uh, time to discuss uh, Rich's experiences with the PlayStation Five uh, and and all of our our recent activities. But mm-hmm. let's 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 tell people what we're all about first. Like do that whole spiel where you know I say the name of the podcast, where we can hear a show, and like, Sean's premises, mom's favorite bit, my Paul's favorite part, best part. We talk about our wines, like we actually know what the fuck we're talking about. Mm-hmm. So let's let's do all that first, and then we'll get to like the funny stuff. <clears throat> Me. Welcome to the Brose Podcast, everyone. Available as always on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and everywhere else where fine podcasts are bought and sold. We are on our 38th session of Brose. Uh, and if you've listened to any of our previous 37 sessions, you know that the premise of our show is that we answer questions from you, the audience, about life, the universe, and everything. And we do it while enjoying a crisp, refreshing, fruity glass of rosé <laughs> you guys do you like that one Gen- generally that. generally that's true yeah <laughs> generally uh, and if you have a question you'd like us to answer i'm actually looking back on it in the last like four sessions we've been like coffee water iced tea <laughs> something else like yeah, anything Mary's. but wine Bloody Marys. Uh, but we're recording this on a Thursday night, so we mostly will be drinking rosé or some other form of alcohol. <laughs> Hopefully. Yes. Possibly. Questionably. But if you have a question you want us to answer while we're indulging in those beverages, those potent potables, as it were, uh, you want to email those questions to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Um, before we get to the questions, let's talk about the beverages we are drinking. Uh, who wants to go first? Me. Timmy. I actually get to drink this time. He's back, baby! <clears throat> uh, yeah, for our lovely listeners, my headache shenanigans have gone away with no apparent uh, explanation, just apropos of nothing, boom, mm-hmm. gone. And I Remarkable. love it, and I'm not going to look the gift horse in the mouth. I'm just going to take it and run with it. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so my celebration of coming back to this tied with the fact that uh, I got out of work late and didn't go buy a rosé. Uh, I am drinking Sam Adams Oktoberfest because it's Hell my yeah. favorite time of beer. <laughs> <laughs> the Sam Oktoberfest. Have you had the um, the Sam Jacko yet? That sounds like a pumpkin beer, and I hate pumpkin beer. It is a pumpkin beer. Uh, they put it in. So Sam put out these these variety packs now for the fall, and it includes the Oktoberfest, which is very good, and the Jacko, which is um, uh, very sweet. I'm not a particularly big fan of it. Uh, <laughs> I was just curious if you had had it yet. Nope. I mean, this this is the first Oktoberfest I've had this season, which is very sad for me because, I like I said, this is my favorite time of beer. Is this your first? Is this your first uh, alcohol since your m- miracle cure? Uh, no. So I did try uh, some stuff over the weekend, including some Johnny Walker. Uh, oh yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, of course. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised that you didn't have that IV to you just, you know, during the the course of your recovery. It's just like, listen, we got to keep you on this drip just to make sure that you don't like <laughs> completely dip. I mean, that that just sounds like a terrible idea. Trying to yeah. send me to an early grave? <laughs> an early grave? Well, I, I mean, I it's late respond. at this point. Oh. oh, come on, man. Yeah, well, I mean, it's late at night. It's going to be like one in the morning by the time you go to this grave. Because uh, uh, it's going to be a six-hour <laughs> six hour wake. It's going to take speak, way too long. Speaking of which, Sean, what are you drinking tonight? <laughs> I'm drinking <laughs> Hell's Iced Coffee, which is an iced coffee liquor yeah. that is... Uh, Honestly, so good. It's just so sweet. It's like exactly like a nice coffee I would get in real life. Like it's just stupid sweet. It's been in our fridge for a really long time, and uh, I didn't have time to go get a rosé today. So, so it looks so like you're we're saying drinking... it doesn't taste like cold. No, it doesn't. It's been. It hasn't been in my freezer. It's been in my fridge. So it just tastes like it. Maybe it does just taste like cold, like cold and sugar. So I'm gonna be fucking wired throughout this. <laughs> I'm going to crash at the end just straight mm-hmm. to sleep. So that'll be nice. Nice. Dude, I love coffee liqueur. That's mm-hmm. awesome. It's so good. <laughs> Rich, what are you drinking? Uh, I am drinking uh, Lab um, uh, Vin- uh, What is it? Uh, uh, Bronco. Blanco. It's a white lab. Uh, uh, hmm. Because what? I also did not go to the liquor store because it is quarantine or it is wave two, and I didn't feel like taking off pajamas and putting on real clothes. <laughs> well, it is the third wave, but it's our second lockdown. Yeah, well, it's lockdown too. That's it. Quick question, Rich. You stated two facts there that it's the the next wave, and you didn't feel like taking off pajamas. It does not sound like these two facts are related. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, mean, you don't. Look, I'm it, sa- fine. it sounds like you put the one out there to sort of excuse the other. <laughs> I'm I'm fine with going to Wawa wearing pajamas, not the liquor store. Okay, <laughs> you're a loss. Uh, I am drinking a cranberry moscato. Uh, it is a oh boy, I cannot read this because of Tomasalo Winery. Uh, it is the <laughs> this has to be the lowest alcohol bro volume of any beverage I've had on this show uh, that wasn't just like a beer or something because this is a six and a half percent alcohol bro volume. Uh, this delightful this delightful Tomasello cranberry Moscato is a blend of premium cranberry and Moscato wines, which create a de- a decadent combination of fruity cranberry and honey melon. Uh, I haven't had a sip of this yet. I just poured it. Uh, I have not had a chance to indulge in it yet, but uh, I'm excited. Nice, uh, nice, sweet nightcap for us. Tomasell is pretty good. It's a it's a local Jersey wine. So get out. Awesome. Get on. Yeah. All right. Now, Mr. O'Brien, you of the coffee liqueur, uh, mm-hmm. you have our first set of questions, correct? I freaking do. All right. Let's get it on with our first question. Our first question submitted by Mr. John Tursich. What do you want more? Heated floors in your house or a heated sidewalk slash driveway? Heated floors. 100%. I My feet get cold. I would just much rather have my feet warm in my house and just like kill, hurt my feet when I walk into my house after shoveling the snow. Hmm. Now, is the, advantage, is, uh, is the advantage of the heated sidewalk, I'm assuming that it is for that situation where it's snowing. Because otherwise... Yeah, and it melts the snow... Because it melts snow, because the only other advantage it would have is if you're walking around barefoot a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I simply think that if, um, yeah, like it, you walk around in your house every single day, it snows 
what, at like a six to 12 times a year, something like that, depending on what part of the country you're in. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you can you can manage that. Like, I would much rather have the thing that I know is going to be at least where we are in the Northeast is going to be a boon for me for all of winter as opposed to just a, a handful of days. Give me heated floors for oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I don't. Am I the only I one going sidewalk? I want sidewalk too. Right. I don't think I don't. My feet don't get cold in my house. Me neither. Like I, we have all hardwood floors pretty much, but I, it's that's never been an issue for me. I've never been like, man, I wish my floors were hot. But I have been like, man, I wish I didn't have to shovel this snow. There's that, and plus, I love walking around barefoot. So this is the time of year where I'm still probably gonna do it, but I'm gonna be not happy about it. Like fucking cold sidewalk, just bullshit. I I do I do exactly the same. Like if I have to take the trash down Mm -hmm. to the curb or whatever, fuck shoes. I'm just gonna bring it down to the curb. Like I -hmm. will hurt my feet because it's so cold and almost be frostbitten while I'm doing this, rather than put on shoes. So I'm seeing, I'm hearing the, the three reasons, the three of you, the rationale for this being that you would like to continue making poor decisions <laughs> uh, <laughs> to allow the, this the yeah. heated concrete and sidewalk to to gloss over them or glaze over them a little bit. Yep. That's why we do everything is just but, to <laughs> enable our poor decisions. Hey, look, man, I walk around outside without shoes on uh, as much as the next guy. I, I guess not Apparently as much as the next not guy. As much. <laughs> yeah, as you say, not as much as these three. But uh, <laughs> but I've never been like, boy, it's too cold. The, my my problem has always been, shit, I'm walking on a blacktop. Shit, I'm, I'm walking on something hard that cuts into my feet. I've never been like, it's too cold for me to walk outside. It's just something you deal with. It's it's not that it's too cold. It's that like if you're out there long enough, the bottoms of your feet start to get that cold that mm-hmm. it hurts to walk even on smooth surfaces. But think about this. You're in your bed in the morning. You already don't want to get up out of the bed in the morning because it's freezing cold or, or whatever. And you get out. And in addition to that, you have to have your bare feet touch the hardwood floor or, or go into your kitchen or your bathroom or whatever. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a travesty. It's a travesty. I'm a hundred percent for heated floors over heated sidewalk and driveway, but okay. I can, I can see the allure for heated sidewalk and driveway mm-hmm. because of my hobbit feet that I just decide to not wear shoes. Yeah. I, I get the appeal. I just, I just, <laughs> You know, it's it's not it's it's not as big a deal to me as being able to walk around my house all the time with the heat of floor. Yeah. And, and and Matt, I don't have to imagine that because you know I already do that every day. <laughs> it, get out of bed and onto the hardwood floors. It'd be like this is just every well, day. I'm trying to sell you on it. It's a, it, Tim, this is called a sales pitch. I thought you worked in like sales. <laughs> Wasn't the thing you're tired of? People saying, imagine. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I said picture this if you will. Let's just say. I started with the the intro to Rosetta Stone by Tool. Picture this if you will. I will Uh, say, I don't don't have hardwood floors, so I just have carpet throughout most of my house. So he mm. was trying to sell the pitch to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, man. Hard sell for hard (laughs) floors. Any other thoughts on this this present question? No. All right. I yeah I'd, no, <laughs> never even considered uh, we're split. Si- heated sidewalks. Yeah, we're split split decision here. What, what about just heated socks? <laughs> they make those, don't they? I think probably it sounds dangerous. You could put put your putting your socks in the dryer before you put them on. They make those oh, yeah. slippers that you can like put in the microwave and zap them for like thirty seconds. Ah, <laughs> or or just don't wear socks. <laughs> That's also true. That is- yeah, it, well, you, would, you wouldn't have to worry about that if you had uh, heated floors. No socks necessary. Sure. Mm-hmm. What is our next question, Sean? Our next question. Are you having turkey on Thanksgiving? Or are you just doing your own thing this year? I am having turkey. We are having turkey. <laughs> Sounds like at it. Our- yeah, we've, it's, it's, it's in my room now. We've been raising it for a year. His, his name is Giblet, and uh, we love him dearly. And... Uh, you know, it's going to be a great day for Giblet on Thursday. Eh, maybe not. Um, yeah, we're having turkey. Uh, I actually just picked up a, a turkey breast uh, from 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 the store uh, earlier today. So it's in the fridge. It's ready and raring to go. Uh, I got designs for this turkey. Got designs for marinating it uh, 24 hours in advance. And it's considerably, you know, because those turkey, the, the actual full-size turkeys are fit to feed, you know, 10 to 12 people or something like mm-hmm. that. It's just going to be my wife and I. Uh, and whatever leftovers we have. Mm. But we will be having turkey in addition to uh, stuffing, which is, in our household, the star of Thanksgiving. As yes. it should be. 
Yeah, man. Dude, I found a recipe for sausage cornbread stuffing that I'll be uh, operating with this year. Uh, and it is decadent as hell. I am very excited. Nice. Are you guys nice. having turkey for Thanksgiving? Yeah, I think so. Uh, even though Mary and I don't eat meat, like I think it's it's we don't impose that on our kids. So we'll probably get like a turkey breast or something and have and make that for them and then we'll have something else like a stuffed squash or something. Mm. Which is very good. Uh not, not stuffed squash. But uh yeah, so we'll, we will probably be having turkey. But because it's just it's it's ubiquitous. You got it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanksgiving. You got it. I floated the idea of getting like a whole chicken instead uh, to to my wife, and she's like, "Absolutely not!" Like it's the, <laughs> the like normally like uh, pretty amicable to most of my my food recommendations or or dish recommendations. This is a a hard no. We are getting turkey. It's Thanksgiving. That's that's the one thing that like drives me like not I guess drives me a little crazy about like cooking is like people only have Thanksgiving generally. Or not only have Thanksgiving, only have turkey on generally Thanksgiving and Christmas. Mm-hmm. But like turkey is such a good and relatively inexpensive meat to get in general yeah. to have throughout the year. Like I don't know why you don't have it more often. We've mm-hmm. ground turkey all the time. Like we do turkey meatballs yeah. with it, turkey chili. I mean, like those are those are not the traditional like you know make a whole breast of turkey and roast it or something. But yeah, man, don't sleep on turkey for sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've Every every year, I want to have a Thanksgiving where halfway between each Thanksgiving, have people over and cook a turkey like in the middle of summer because, you know, why not? Do how about a whole turkey out on the out on the grill uh, or on the smoker, uh, for example? Oh, my my parents do uh, smoke turkey every year. They have a smoker, so they'll butcher it up and be able to smoke it in the gr- in in the gr- nice. uh, smoker. They they love that thing. It's it's so good. Um, I probably will be having turkey, uh, whether it'll be technically leftover turkey when somebody brings it home to me or when it's <laughs> fresh there has yet to be determined yet. Mm. Mm-hmm. Fresh, fresh. Tim, will you be having turkey for Thanksgiving this year? Uh, that is largely dependent on if we're going anywhere for Thanksgiving, <laughs> which is dependent on uh, Deet's family testing. Because uh, th- there's some work people at Mama Dietz's place that have turned up positive, so she's waiting on her test result. Uh, uh, and then also Papa Dietz is going out of town this weekend. So it's like, uh, all right, get tested next week. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> or uh, uh, or yeah. we won't be coming over. Well, what mm. are... So there isn't a question of what are, what you're doing for Thanksgiving, but... I mean, is... if we're if we're staying home, we're not having turkey. I might go okay. get a gobbler or something like that. But <laughs> if we go over there, then there's definitely probably going to be yeah. turkey. It is. I'm I'm in the process of writing out a text saying, hey, I know it's kind of last minute, but we should probably cancel Thanksgiving. But if you guys really are insistent of having Thanksgiving, we need to set strict, strict Well, could you rules. guys do it outside? I mean, we could, but is it's it going to be, be It's probably going to be cold. Yeah, uh, I have to. I'd have. To, I'll check the weather right now. What Google says, but like we probably could do it outside. And if I were to say like, "Hey guys, do you mind just doing this outside if it's not too terrible?" Uh, right now, Google says high of fifty six and potential rain on oh, Thursday nice. next week. It's going to Hell rain. Yeah. You love so, to yeah. like. I'm. I I I feel like I have to be the bad guy and tell my family like, "Hey, we probably shouldn't do this." Mm-hmm. Um. If if I don't go to Thanksgiving dinner, I've been told that they will send a plate home with me or with my roommates, uh, which kind yeah, of well, defeats... It's also hard for say, you. That kind of defeats the purpose. Yeah, because yeah. if your roommates are going to go whether or not you want them to, I mean, obviously, like, it just sucks. You're in a tough yeah, position. Yeah. So, like, I, I, I'm... Everything's in the air for me, and this is, like, the big thing on my mind for the past few days. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are facing that question this year is just, you know, how to either break it to your families or, you know, how to how to safely get together. And, uh, you know, it seems like the way to safely get together is to not uh, for in most cases this year. But uh, I don't know. I I was talking I was talking to a few friends and uh, 
one of them lives out in Manhattan, Kansas. He's like, hey, we've got an out every year. We live in fucking Kansas and everyone else lives in New Jersey. So for <laughs> us to say we're not coming to Thanksgiving dinner is relatively reasonable. Uh, but another friend was like, I'm kind of hoping we get some assistance from the governor saying Thanksgiving's canceled or something between the, over the next few days. It's where it's easier to tell our family, hey, no Thanksgiving. It is mm-hmm. It is canceled in Philadelphia. Is it? Mm-hmm. You're, you're not allowed to have anyone, any gatherings over 10 people and you're not allowed mm-hmm. to have any gatherings period uh that in in a house that's not part of your house like part of your household so yeah Jer- mm-hmm. jersey has brought back down the limitation to 10 people indoors uh gatherings no larger than 10 people yeah mm-hmm. um and they're urging people to wear masks if you have to meet indoors yeah mm-hmm. it's rough i mean but you know making a one-year sacrifice is not so bad if no you- not at all. Especially with the health history of my family, it makes more mm-hmm. sense. I, yeah. I am starting to see a lot of takes online about the uh, about like I think it was uh, that that great thinker Rob Schneider uh, who mm-hmm. put up on on Twitter somewhere. It was like uh, you know if if freedom involves you sacrifice something on the lines of like if freedom involves you sacrificing a lot of the things that you love what are you actually protecting or like if you're doing something to protect the things that you love but you're not doing them like what you know what are you protecting exactly and it's like it's not we're not banning thanksgiving this year like it is it is the equivalent of of like you can't have ice cream tonight yeah. like <laughs> you can have it next like- week you know, it's a bummer. I'm I'm bummed that I don't get to go. That Thanksgiving's you know may, like my second favorite holiday. Yeah. Uh, but I'm I'm bummed. Mm-hmm. But like, it's I, I'm not slamming the door on Thanksgiving. That's just yeah. It's, like, it's a temporary uh, situation. Can we like, use what, that argument to cut funding for the military because the military has to sacrifice their freedom Tim, for our freedom? For sure. I don't know. I don't even know if you can use it for that, but I will. I'm going. To <laughs> I will. Like, get it out of there. And, and like. Pentagon failed another audit last week. Those motherfuckers just keep getting billion. I'm sorry. (laughs) In my head, in my head, in my proposals to my family about canceling Thanksgiving, it's going to be like, well, why don't we just like not do the gathering for Thanksgiving and do a strict quarantine two weeks before Christmas and then have Christmas like Hmm. like even I don't it's going to it's so I've been thinking about this a lot recently and I'm really I'm very certain that coronavirus is going to like radicalize a lot of people into being socialists because like the reason like they're not going to close down again around Christmas because it means too much for For capitalism for capitalism (laughs) it's it regardless it's the weight of the fact that Christmas is such a huge will destroy our economy if we do not have it. They're not going to cancel Christmas. And well, so it's I, think, like, I, think, I think that I'm not so sure about that because they've been I think that's why they've been pushing a lot of the like they've been advertising ghost Christmas shopping since October 1st. Like they've been advertising mm-hmm. this stuff. I think that they are flattening out their their boom at the end of the year. So I don't know. I mean, I, I tend to agree with you that I don't think from a from an aesthetic standpoint, we're not going to say like, don't gather for Christmas or like yeah. there's going to be loosey goosey rules or something like that. Uh, mm-hmm. but I, yeah, I, 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 I could see a situation where we still do and get away with it from an economic perspective. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Yep. What is our next question though, Sean? Cause I'm sure we're going to address, uh, similar topics on, in different ways throughout the course of these, uh, next couple of sessions. Our next question submitted by friend of Mary scout. And they ask, Ooh. why do people hate driving in cities? I believe all driving sucks equally. <laughs> which is a very i love That's that a solid take. egalitarian take thank you for sending in your <laughs> i think they all suck um uh, thank you scout for sending this in and very proud of the work that your father atticus does um <laughs> one of my one of my favorites um so yeah what do you <laughs> what, what, they all suck I, equally what do you guys well, think i think go ahead rich I, I am one of those people that hates driving in the city and um We'll do whatever I can to not like anytime we did uh, uh, tailgates and whatnot. I took the speed line. I took the trains. It's just for me, it gives me major anxiety to be driving on these streets that I don't really know and and having to like figure out how to navigate them because city streets are dumb. (laughs) Uh, So 
yes. city drivers <laughs> city drivers are dumb as well so like and assholes yes mm. so i would much rather uh have somebody else drive and be behind the wheel and have their mm. car um be uh uh a sacrifice than mine <laughs> <laughs> just let jesus take the wheel That's, mm. i mean yeah sure let me be abundantly clear about the uh, the everybody who drives in the city is the assholes point. They are assholes in our to our mind because we don't drive there every day. Yeah. If we don't, if we drove there every to the, to them, we're the dumbasses because <laughs> we're there yeah. not knowing what the fuck to do on these streets. You know whether or not to make a left here if you're allowed to make a left on this one way if you're allowed to to do whatever. Like we're the we're the assholes to them. So this is entirely a. You know, it's sort of like a it's, when in Rome situation. Yeah, like, it's, it's it's a perspective take, I, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. like, for instance, uh, Philly has the South Philly slide, the rolling stop. I don't do that. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Uh, and and I you get the Pittsburgh people- left, where you just go left whenever the fuck you want, no, uh, or when uh, <laughs> from three when, lanes we, away. Well, the, the 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 Pittsburgh left is the. We, we see this around here, too, where you, where you have a green light. There's people coming straight the other direction. And you just gun it and go left before everybody is coming straight in front of you. So, mm-hmm. yeah, um, I, I only safe. do that when I'm the first car and it changes oh, from you, red no, to green. Never do that. Never do that. <laughs> never. <laughs> You're going to cause an accident. <laughs> um, what? Uh, Tim, what do you think? Uh, no, city drivers are assholes, period. So like e- e- there there are, or at least Philadelphia at drivers are assholes. Period. For, forget the like weird parts of town where it's just like, do I make this left? Blah, blah blah blah. That's valid. If you're used to those roads, they sure make a lot more sense, and I can I, I can understand that take. But like, I- I'm pretty comfortable and familiar with all of the streets surrounding like Drexel, UPenn, Center City in general, and fuck those people. <laughs> like they're just like unnecessarily unnecessarily aggressive use even fewer turn signals than the assholes out here next in do and they use pretty much none so it's like in shitty roads that don't really make sense or are fucking weird you're not only going to be aggressive but you're not going to let anyone know what you're about to aggressively do <laughs> and almost cause a fucking accident and they give me the finger when you almost take off the front of my car by trying to like zoom ahead of me where you clearly don't have any room to do so like is this everyone or just taxi drivers because this sounds like taxi driver <laughs> no yo taxi drivers in philly are the only drivers that i don't have a fucking problem with they use their turn signals what mm-hmm. or at least in my experience <laughs> they fucking do <laughs> i'm talking you- about the a-hole in an escalate who doesn't know how big his escalate is or the a-hole in who a geo who's driving it like it's an escalate <laughs> or- taxi drivers are are the re- like Taxi drivers in Philly specifically are actually the basis for crazy taxi. Like they actually, <laughs> like I think they did All like right. the modeling for it. Yeah, it's time <laughs> for crazy this money. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, Sean, Sean, just to clarify, is the question like which why? city has the worst drivers? No, it's just or? why do people no, hate driving in cities? It. Oh, why do people hate driving in cities? Because okay. they're assholes. Here's 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 what I will say. I don't I don't think they're assholes. I think they are hyper aggressive. But I don't think they're assholes. Like I think they're. It's just an extension of if you're like walking on the sidewalk in the city, you can tell who's lives there because they're just booking it, and you're just you're you're taking up their time. They just want to be somewhere, and you're in their way. But I think the real reason people hate driving cities, besides the fact that they think the drivers are assholes, is that cities weren't built for cars. So you have people having to drive on streets that are too small, mm-hmm. and it's very cramped. And the streets in Philly is notorious for this because the, the street isn't designed as a grid. So it's just like there's like streets that go every which way. There's like streets that are like U-shaped and it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. New York's a little bit better because at least it's a freaking grid. But Philly is just expanded and it doesn't make any sense. It's yeah, I've, heard, I've heard people actually compare uh, Pittsburgh to Philly and they're like, oh, at least Pitts- Philly's on a grid uh, compared to Pittsburgh. And I'm like, oh, word. Uh, are you really? sure? Have you been? I, let me introduce you to the parkway. Uh, <laughs> but like, that's what uh, I think it is. I think it's just that the streets are so small and like not super well cared for. So you're like driving bumpy all the time. It's hard. Yeah. I don't mind driving in the city, but 
that's because I used to all the time. Like, that's it. It's just I had yeah. to. I had to drive my edible arrangements van mm-hmm. around North Philly all the time. And when once that that'll put the fear of God in you. And then any other car, you're like, fine, I'm fine. Yeah, driving <laughs> a van in there, like that's the other part of it is like if we're 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 for uh, Jamokes living out in the suburbs, and like we don't all have enormous cars. I drive a station wagon, mm-hmm. but like you know, if you're driving in the city, you have to you basically have to have like a Nissan Versa or a bike. And those are your two choices for fitting down the roads in most cities, uh, in, in most cities, Philadelphia, New York, Pittsburgh. I only have the only cities I have extensive uh, history driving in are Philly, New York, Pittsburgh and D.C. Uh, mm-hmm. New York is easily the hardest for me uh, because invariably I need to get across. I need to be on the other side of Times Square. And in, I'm asked, just like, well, let's drive through Times Square. I'm like, OK, yeah, I'll drive through Times Square because <laughs> that's how that works, <laughs> which is like like an M&M store and then 5000 people like just buzzing <laughs> around trying to get out of the M&M store. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I agree with everything you said, Sean. I think it's the the small roads. They weren't designed to be that way. Um, you know, there's not a lot of <laughs> you're not repaving a lot of roads. So like driving around mm-hmm. Temple in Philadelphia is like driving on the surface of the moon. It's hard to park. Uh, hard to park. Like parking and, sucks. and parking sucks. It's hard to, to parallel park if you're not used to doing it every single day. Um, I love and, parallel parking. That's like one of my secret talents is I'm very oh, good. Dude, at parallel I can't parking. do it. I'm still bad at it. <laughs> like I just cut I, the wheel as far in as possible. And then like, you know, we just go from there. But the problem is like the moment somebody pulls up behind me, which happens all the time in the city, cause it's a fucking city. Yeah. Uh, the moment somebody else comes up behind me, I'm just like, I'm out, I'm out. I'm find something else. I guess I'll <laughs> bail, spend $20. Bail, bail. Par- yeah. <laughs> I think it's, it's also, there's, there's the shame factor when you're parallel parking. It's like, if you oh, yeah. see anybody around, you're like, God, I hope they don't see that. I parked a foot and a half away from the, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> From the guy hey, somehow they've got like an XLR camera and they're like videotaping you. Yeah, the, I'll, I, I, it'll be like I'll be I'll pull in front of like a double wide uh, like pickup truck and I'm like, well, I'm equal to them. <laughs> I'm even with them. Nowhere <laughs> near full on. You could like you could leap from my car to the curb and uh, but yeah. as long as I'm equal <laughs> with them, I'm fine. I was taking out right. too far. <laughs> um, any other thoughts on driving in the city? Driving in the city. Nah. Yeah. No, I love driving, right. though. I do love driving, <laughs> just not in the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do we got next, Sean? Are you distracted by your phone? Huh? What? Oh, sorry. I was looking <laughs> at my phone. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> All the time. Like, just in general? or uh, like, I, I think it's just in general. Or do you like feel right like you get, you're distracted by your phone in general? Like, easily or in general? Uh, Yeah, I would. I would say I am. Um, I would like to be less. I make an effort to be less distracted by my phone. It is, it is a remarkably easy thing, and I, I sunk into it for a while. Where I'm just like, boy, it's easy to like stop working and just take five seconds to see, you know, what happened on Twitter in the last five minutes. And it's like you can't do that. You're not going to get shit done during the day. Um, so it is remarkably easy to do. So I tried like deleting Twitter off of my phone and deleting Facebook off my phone to make it easier, but. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, still, it's easy to do for me. What about you guys? My uh, my phone is the reason video game characters have those idle motions, because <laughs> I will be sitting here looking through my phone while the game is still playing, mm. and then like you'll have Sonic tapping his foot, like "Come on!" Yeah, I'm like, "Oh, right, I'm out of here, man!" <laughs> 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 Gotta go fast, Rich. Not stand still. Yeah, yeah come on, go fast, so yeah. fast, <laughs> uh, so yeah. fast. Uh, Tim. Do you get distracted by your phone or are you distracted by your phone? Um, I mean, I, I, I won't like go out of my way often to drop my phone and like look at it. It's usually just like I literally have nothing else going on and like that's boring. So I use it to fill time. Um, and that's usually just because like there's nothing else to do right now. Like if I'm home unless like i'm tired of watching whatever blah 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 blah. i i won't look at it until like right before we go to bed or if we're just sitting on the couch literally doing nothing right and just lacking Mm -hmm. motivation to start doing something it's like so i don't consider that being distracted by my phone Mm -hmm. uh i don't really dig through facebook twitter is primarily just like puns and seeing yeah, if you guys threw up anything funny. 
Uh, or or all right, Facebook. I'll use the marketplace to see if there's like some sort of cheap tech that is broken that I can fix to see if I can turn around money. Oh, I got a message that guy about that PlayStation. Um, <laughs> so that's probably the closest I get is is like surfing and just getting lost in the Facebook marketplace instead of trying to buy something on eBay because eBay is overpriced. Mm-hmm. That's more or less it. Like I, I don't, I'm in multiple group text messages that I refuse to read because uh, fuck group text messages. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. 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 It's, um, it, it's, it's interesting because I think um, it's both simultaneously easier to be distracted by your phone now since there's not a lot going on. But also, if you're if you're at home more often, you know, a lot of the appeal for me of having the phone is like I'm at work or something. And so it's like I can look away from my, my computer for a minute while I'm in the office and just scroll through Twitter or something. Um, but if I'm at home, you know, I don't have that thing because I'm like I'm surrounded by all the stuff. You know, I can look on my desktop for Twitter uh, or I can watch a TV show instead of, you know, being on my phone. So it's it's almost like if you're home more often, the, the phone loses appeal. Um, Sean, what are you distracted by? your phone? Uh, yeah, so I am. So I've had to like I have to actively not have my phone around when I'm like watching Alice because I'll notice I'll like check a text message and then like get into like a wormhole where it's like, Oh, let's see what's going on on Facebook. And then Alice is just like, you know, setting fires. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. She's just like climbing the stairs. So I have to, so I've, what I've started doing is like putting Netflix on so that I can be just kind of around stimulus. Yeah. So it's like, okay, something's on that I can watch while she's cause she does like sit and play. So that's fine. I just had to be kind of ready to go if she decides to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. And so I've noticed I noticed that I do get distracted by my phone. So specifically for those times, I have to kind of just completely unplug because otherwise mm-hmm. it'll be bad. But, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes it still happens. Yeah. So it goes. Mm-hmm. It's the nature, nature of humans, human nature, as it were. Yeah. Yeah, we're simpletons and easily distracted. Yeah, huh? yeah. Pardon? It's uh, what? It's 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 yeah. harder now to be distracted when I'm playing video games because everything loads so fast, so I don't have time to respond to text messages. Yes. <laughs> Why, Rich? Why does it load so fast? Solid state Did drive, you get baby. a new system? Oh, did you yes, finally did. build your own computer? Yeah, 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 yeah. I did. Yeah, it's called the PlayStation Five. <laughs> it has. How is a... your Neo Geo Jaguar? <laughs> oh, it's it's pretty phenomenal. I'm playing uh, King of Fighters on there. Fuck yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Sean, what is our next question? Our next question is, what kind of Lego set should they release at the scale of the $800 Millennium Falcon, Falcon that is 7,500 plus pieces? This was submitted by John Tursich, who got that for his birthday. So instead of like a bunch of birthday gifts, all of his friends got together and pitched in the money to get him the oh, that's, that's eight hundred dollar so Lego. This how, how many pieces huge. is it? Seventy five hundred plus. Boy, does it like so, open up and you can see the inside yeah. and like that is so cool. Hmm. What it's so big. It's yeah, so it's big. it's gonna be like. I think it's like the entirety of it's so big. Okay, that's what she's Millennium said. Falcon. Like, <laughs> just keep saying it's so big. It's just so big. I, I kept uh, I kept yeah, saying it, hoping this. somebody else would throw themselves <laughs> on that, but I, I guess it's gotta be me. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you want to throw on? <laughs> what us to throw on, Tim? Nothing. Okay. Uh, so, what should be built? That's to this scale of an $800, 7,500-piece Millennium Falcon. What else should Lego make uh, of that grand scale? A scale model of Godzilla. Mm. Yeah. Big Godzilla. Yeah. Big scaly Godzilla. Like, like, it would have... Like, I feel like it would have to be probably to the height of, like, my knees and, and pretty wide... Um, I don't know what that scale would be because Godzilla now is the tallest he's ever been. Uh, but something like that. Hmm. One eight, one eight scale, maybe. No, that's what still way too big. 
But yeah, that'd be cool. I'm going to go with a Titan from Warhammer 40,000. Because those things are huge. So not only would this this uh the model be absolutely massive and probably almost as tall as i am mm-hmm. uh but be- like because the upside of having this scale is you can open it up and you can see all the intricate details inside so that would just be so cool to see mm. so mm. uh people just google it you'll find it right <laughs> <laughs> it's like a mech but like a massive mech where like you have hundreds of people inside controlling this thing mm-hmm. or like a walking battle station that's a good point you need something with that detail to make it worthwhile to build something that big where you can notice those little things yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's why like godzilla it's like well, you got gonna have godzilla's guts inside like <laughs> you could or like just, well that's just you, gross <laughs> it could be like you, you got the fire breath you have a way to maybe have a fire breath come out or you have his like backlight up and stuff like that. Like, but the fire will melt the Legos. It's not actual. F- <laughs> well, if it's not actual fire, then it's not fun. It's not worth eight hundred dollars at that point. Sean, yeah. what kind of Lego set you thinking? No, no, no. Um, let's stick with this subject real quick. Fire, tit rich. No, All right. <laughs> fire. Uh, it's a one-time use Lego. Uh, mm-hmm. I would like the Watchtower from Justice League. Their space station. Mm-hmm. I think That'd that would be, cool. be dope. Hmm. Just having a giant space station full of superheroes, all those little teeny little pieces, mm-hmm. little training centers, and a cafeteria so they can just be eating lunch. <laughs> <laughs> all the normal doing? spaces. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Here's their lounge. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's all like, it's going to be sci fi, spacey kind of stuff. The problem is, like, the, Tim, the point you made about the incredible detail really threw me. Uh, it was a great point, and it made me rethink mine because my original answer was going to be Cletus, the Fox Sports robot, um, <laughs> like an eight hundred dollar, like stupid looking '90s CG robot that just goes like touchdown and like uh, stuff like that. You know what? How about this? How about um, Tom Spaceship from the Toonami? Uh, okay. Oh my series. god! Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that'd be How awesome. I was just thinking back to like I jumped from like mid '90s like CGI stuff, and I'm like, what about you know what else other than Cletus could I it's go like with? The like the same oh. animation. Yeah, it's, it's 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 very much the same. Yeah, um, I think he, so yeah, I think we'll they, uh, the tsunami robot did a Black Lives Matter. Uh, he did, PSA. yeah, they did. He that. totes did. Way to go, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> Five whatever number you're on now. I think. Yeah, it, but he did come out this week and says he wants to every legal vote to be counted. Um, <laughs> <laughs> extensive like clips of Goku like firing off beams at Riza, uh, Frieza, and um, the whole time he's just like, listen, I just think. You know, <laughs> Cobb <laughs> County has way too many votes coming in for the number of people that live there. <laughs> you just dub over Goku doing a spirit bomb. It's like, give me all your votes. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, any other thoughts on what should be built to this? Uh, what Lego should come out with that's uh, of that Millennium Falcons? Veteran Stadium. Remember Veteran Stadium? Ooh, the vet. The vet. Oh, yeah. Dude, that'd be, be cool. cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. baseball stadiums I'm always in on. Like, I'm always in on, like, a cool baseball stadium uh, replica. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that'd be nice, too. Yeah. The vet, the vet would be a very cool one. Uh, what is our next question, Sean? Our penultimate question is, what are you thankful for, for our Thanksgiving episode? Aw. Uh, so I'm thankful for my family, that we're all healthy. And, you know, that we're still we haven't been super affected by the pandemic. I mean, like our social lives have. But I mean, like we're still employed. We haven't gotten sick that we know of. Like, I mean, that's something I think to be happy about now. Shit's bad. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. Like, the stuff I'm thinking of is similar to you, Sean, where it's like, I don't want to be like spiking the football because mm-hmm. the the pandemic has been so rough to so many people. And Jesus, I mean, 250,000 people have died. Like it's hard. It's weird. Like I, I feel weird saying it, but I do believe it that I'm thankful. Like my wife and I are, our health has been, has been good during this time. My wife has worked an ungodly number of hours, but look, the both of us still have our jobs. Like we didn't lose our jobs. We've been, mm-hmm. we were, we haven't had that stressor in our life, you know? 
Um, we don't I, like I don't have a job where I need to go. Like I got hired by my job two weeks before the pandemic started and they didn't let me go. So I'm pretty thankful for that. Hmm. Um, it's it's stuff like that where. You know, it's just there is a lot of terrible shit that happened during the pandemic, and I think that it's perfectly okay to grouse about the stuff that, you know, hey, it sucks that you can't see your family. It sucks that you can't go see a ball game or something like that. Um, it's okay to grouse about that and still be thankful for the the good stuff that that hasn't impacted you. Um, so, yeah, I, I would say the health of, of me and my wife, first and foremost, I don't have – uh, you know, the, the, the four of you have been, been healthy throughout all this, as far as we know. So I'm sorry, Tim. Um, it's good to say apparently the last four months still matter. That whole thing. No, no. Well, I, I, I don't, I don't believe, correct me. I don't believe that what you were going through is a direct symptom of the novel coronavirus, but I could be wrong. I don't know. I don't know much about this stuff. But that doesn't mean I was healthy. You were, yeah, you were strong. You battled through it. You pulled. You know what you did, Tim? You pulled yourself up by your bootstraps. <laughs> I'm gonna slap you, Tim. You rubbed Tim. some dirt in that head wound. I'm gonna slip, slap you with my country strength. What are to you grow, thankful for? To, to quote the state of New Jersey, Tim was stronger than a storm. <laughs> I did it. Stronger than the storm. Uh, uh, Tim, what are you thankful for? I'm thankful that that fucking headache went away. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, pretty much the same thing. Um, my family has been largely healthy. Uh, my my dad has had some work done that has uh, improved his mobility and health and stuff like that. So good for Padre. Uh, and that no one immediately has been massively affected by this. Uh, we didn't have any layoffs at work or anything like that. Uh, they, they've been very good to us, uh, even though they're assholes at other times. So... I'm thankful that for that. Our our health and job security. Martha had the same thing. She started at she started two weeks uh, before everything shut down at her new job. But unlike you, she couldn't work from home, so she was she was furloughed. But they didn't fire her, and they brought her back, and she's been doing uh, fantastically. And it's awesome. She loves her job. So, uh, yeah. and also that I still get to. I'm not a super social guy, but I still get to see you guys on a fairly regular basis, even if it's through a computer monitor. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I can reach out and touch, touch that head of yours, Tim. Like, I feel <laughs> like I, I can't, I can't physically do it, but in my mind, I have reached out and just given it a good rub. Make sure it's nice and nice and clean. It has that nice gleam to it. You're going to shine it again like you did for my wedding? Yeah. With, with shoe polish for some reason. Like, here you go, Mr. Hansen. Yeah. <laughs> uh Rich, what are you thankful for? Um thankful for you guys and the uh having an opportunity to talk to you guys at least once every 3 weeks with this show. Um thankful for having been in the weird work situation that I was in to have a job at a large company with a lot of opportunity for advancement. Uh a lot more than I'm ever used to because I've only ever worked at smaller companies um and i am thankful for having had been able to see my family as much as i did this year it's not as much as normal but it is definitely more than like for instance uh some of you guys have seen your families um it's it's been a rough year definitely but i am i i do have things to be thankful for uh it's just hard to see them right now (laughs) yeah yeah it's hard it's 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 you know, there's so much bleakness around that it's sort of like, you know, the the small the small victories that you can take, you take. Um, you mentioned you reminded me of something, Rich. The other thing I'm thankful for is um, just before this started, uh, my wife and I went to Mardi Gras in New Orleans, and uh, they're not having Mardi Gras parades this year. They can't cancel Mardi Gras because it's a religious event, uh, but there are no parades uh, this year in New Orleans, which only makes sense, uh, mm. and so. Uh, my wife and I got to go there and it was right when this was starting to pick up. And in fact, one of the crews down there, the crew of Zulu w- turned out to be like a hotspot for COVID because there was a big outbreak in New Orleans shortly after Mardi Gras and they traced it back to the crew of Zulu. And we were like, oh, assholes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not, not as crew of Morpheus, clean as a uh, clean as a whistle. But um, but yeah, so we got we got to go there. And that was the last uh, trip. Really, and my wife and I have gotten to sneak down to the beach for a day or two here and there over the summer. But that was, you know, we we got to do that vacation one more time before all this happened. So I'm thankful for that as well, because uh, we won't be doing it this year. 
Um, anything else that you guys are thankful for? Not that uh, I can think of. I'm thankful for, I am thankful for this podcast and the fact that we're still doing it because it is a really nice, like Tim said, it's really nice to get to see you guys mm-hmm. a couple times a month. Yeah. And hopefully, I mean, hopefully this is something that people who listen to it, you know, you know, there are, the, there are a lot of things that we talk about that are specific to our lives and our day-to-day situations. But I think a lot of it is stuff that other people can relate to because a lot of other people are going through the same shit that we are. So, mm-hmm. yeah. and, um, and listeners reach out to us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and let us know what you're thankful for. Yeah. Let us know. Uh, what is our last gobble, question? Gobble. Last question. Do you know what time it is? With this last question. Is it? It's uh, Rojo time. It's Rojo time. So you're gonna guys are gonna have to open up addendum one. What is this item? How much does it cost? What's it used for? I guess. Zibbity bop. It's, it's a, a spoon. It's a it's spoon. It's a spoon used for spoon things. <laughs> Spoon man. Does it look like a big old spoon or like a normal size spoon? It looks like a big old spoon. Looks like a big, like a serving spoon, but even a serving spoon. Yeah, yeah. Looks hand hammered. Yeah. So Uh, it's definitely old. It's not like a pressed one. Oh. Like in the head of the spoon, you can see like the dents. Yeah. That was just like a really fucked up spoon. It looks looks tarnished. Yeah. So bronze is that the one that gets weird and brown? Or like gray? Uh, I don't remember. Know. It's copper. Isn't copper it? gets green. Like uh, greenish, yeah, right. darkish yeah, yeah. greenish. Yeah, so but don't could, you like have to bronze-ish. like sh- shit like shine your cop? I don't know. Yeah. It looks like it didn't it looks old as hell. Yeah. Uh, Alright, so what do you think the significance of this serving spoon is? It was reason on the Titanic. It's the only the spoon Titanic. this old man has ever used. <laughs> <laughs> the man definitely has an old man hands and old man shirt. This is my baby shirt. spoon. That is not a young man's shirt. <laughs> eat, eat your pudding, Yancey. <laughs> <laughs> my mama gave me the spoon when I was born. Yeah. And it's the only spoon that uh, I've ever held. Uh, <laughs> uh, I do declare. Say it's from like the 1700s. This is an American spoon because I feel like everything they have is American. Maybe <laughs> like a British soldier owned a ooh, a British soldier like a fancy one. That was his serving spoon. A famous British guy. Mm. Who's a famous? Right, I'm going to go any- colonial soldier, head of, <laughs> or colonial general. Yeah. <laughs> This was actually uh, this. This was hurled across the battlefield, and this actually this spoon was the shot heard around the world. <laughs> a lot of people thought it was a musket. Not so. It was um, a spoon. No spoon. Uh, I, I I'll go with like early eighteen hundreds. I think that's probably about the right time frame, though. Sean it was like the seventeen hundreds colonial yeah. era. How uh, much for what? old spoon? <laughs> old spoon. <laughs> This old spoon's worth six thousand dollars. I'm gonna go seven hundred and fifty dollars. I'm gonna go cheap because it's just a spoon. Cheap, 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 cheap. Uh, I'm gonna go thirty five hundred, right in the middle. Um, you know what? I'll go ten thousand dollars just because right. it's a spoon. Ten. You never know. <laughs> ten, ten large for this spoon. Wow. Um. All right. You never know. Hopefully, this Titanic spoon is worth ten thousand dollars. All right. Uh, uh, who wants to be a part of the Prose players this week? All right. Uh, I'll be Not one of it. them. Right, Going I'll full get blown on, on Mickey last time was a terrible decision. I don't want to do it again. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the uh, the voice I'm going to go with this time is mine. Uh, yeah. For fine. So, uh, Sean, you'll be the appraiser or the guest. Uh, I'll be the appraiser. Oh, this is like a three second long script. Yeah. Okay, I'll be the guest. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> uh, so I'm the guest. Sean's the appraiser. Uh, I bought a Paul Revere spoon uh, in that's been in the family for many, many generations. If we turn it over, we see the mark of Paul Revere Jr. Okay. Paul Revere Jr. being the same Paul Revere that was a, the famous patriot, mostly known for his midnight ride. However, he was a prominent silversmith in Boston before and after the war. I believe this would go for seven to $10,000. Wow. 10K, baby. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Terrific. Terrific. <laughs> It's a and fucking scene. spoon. It's a fucking $10,000 <laughs> yeah. spoon. That's bullshit. 
He actually, as the story goes, he rode around Boston with a pot and the spoon banging, letting people know the British were coming. This is my least favorite thing about like colonial collectors is they just take the dumbest shit and make it super expensive for no fucking reason. Tim, 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 what was the colonial for there? You could have just said collectors. This is the one no, they did. No, yeah. because even... Uh, all right, yeah, but colonial... <laughs> it, yeah. They take, like, not... Even if it wasn't a silver spoon, this would probably still be $5,000 for no fucking reason. Probably. Yeah. This is... I, I I understand that it's... Where it came from is important, but it's still just a spoon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's it. Functionally, yeah. yeah. Like, it's, like, it's not like he did anything cool with the spoon. Well, he made like, it. I have... Wow. I have a. He was signed, Paul Revere with it. <laughs> I, I have a signed copy of Spider-Man issue fifty. Uh, it's the first t- appearance of um, Doc Ock, I think. No, it's first appearance of someone I can't remember, and it was written by Stanley, and it's signed by Stanley. It's still only worth like ninety bucks. What I paid for it, even mm. with the signature, like mm. it's not really worth mm. much. Yeah, Stanley should have uh, should have warned us about the oncoming onslaught from the British if he uh, wanted his comic <laughs> to be a little bit more valuable. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Uh, that's it for the questions, correct, Sean? That is it for the questions. Does anyone have a take they want to close out our show with, or a segment, or what have you? Rich, do you want to go off about PlayStation 5, or you want to save that for later? Uh, n- I, no, I don't really have to go off on PlayStation 5. I love it. Okay. It's great. Um okay. If no one has anything else, I was just I was gonna say something if no one has anything else to say. Yeah, go for it, Ben. All right. I got uh, something that's it's it's evergreen. I can use I can do it another time. <laughs> uh all I'm gonna say uh is that again, we've said it multiple times this episode, times are tough, things are crazy. It is uh 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 lockdown part two and no matter what you're doing for Thanksgiving if you're alone, if you're risking it and being with people, whatever, have a wonderful Thanksgiving, stay safe, and and enjoy some turkey. <laughs> take. Be smart about being stupid, stupid. Yeah, Be yeah smart. basically. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Yeah. Take 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 whatever solace you can if you if you're fortunate enough to to have to be able to host and maybe you shouldn't be hosting people, but if you're fortunate enough to have some sort of celebration on Thanksgiving and, and, and you're, you make something work, whether it's virtually or what have you just, you know, enjoy it the best you can give yourself a small reward for, for dealing with the, the mm-hmm. way this year is going. Good take strong yeah. take rich. Where can people find you on Twitter at B underscore walnuts? How about you, Sean? At Hey, it's SOB. And how about you, Tim at Tim R. Hansen. And you can follow me on Twitter at MKaznel. That's M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. The podcast, of course, is available at Brose underscore podcast on Twitter, on Facebook at Brose Podcast, and on Instagram at Brose underscore podcast. Um, you can listen to our show anywhere where fine podcasts are bought and sold, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, and TuneIn. And if you have a question you'd like us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com special thanks as always to mary o'brien for compiling our questions to shannon vogel for designing our world famous logo uh you can find her work at shannon vogel photography on facebook or on etsy.com and our theme music is when by steven siebert and you can listen to his work at the free music archive it's plugs time who's got something they want to plug uh, check out PodQuest, Nerdy Roundtable, where we talk about that week's nerd news and junk. Uh, this week, uh, we'll be talking probably some anime, because I just finished watching a series, uh, some more of the PlayStation 5, and some Godzilla, because I've been going on a Godzilla weekly new movie marathon each week. So Nice. Yeah. Word. Um, Word. If you want to watch me throw Frisbees or talk about Frisbees, you can find me on OB Disc Golf at YouTube, and also... Mm-hmm on Twitter and also on Instagram where it's OB underscore disc golf because someone had taken the other one. I know that I know the point of the OB is it's O'Brien, but you really missed out by not doing it. ODB old disc golf bastard. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> clutch. Oh, dang. Yeah. Come on. Change man. it. Change it. It's all. not too late. Yeah. <laughs> too late. I'm going on there and making it. <laughs> you can have it for $5,000. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's it, everybody. Say goodbye to the gentle listeners. 
Bye. Hasta luego. Bye. For Rich Sweet and Sean O'Brien, Tim Hansen, and the entire Action Moves team. Moo. My name is Matt Kanzanel, reminding you all to be smart about being stupid and have a happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs>